Nearby, Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort brings the exotic flavor of the islands at an affordable price. The Caribbean Beach Resort is uniquely themed to the islands of the Caribbean at a price that almost any family can afford. The vibrant pastels of the five island villages invite guests to relax after a fun-filled day's activity. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. That's an office reference for you people. Welcome back to That Park Life Podcast. I'm your co-host, Beth, and I'm sitting here with... I can't hear you at all, Greg. Hey, it's episode 123, and I'm still muting myself. Nothing is changing. <laughs> I w- I'm in the Caribbean mindset. I just My That's mind's right. on the beach somewhere. I just back. wasn't paying attention. Mm. Oh, my goodness. I said, by the way, I said something really hilarious, guys. You missed it. It was muted, and now the world will never so know what I said. I was trying to read your lips, but I was like, whatever. It's just <laughs> it was not that interesting. I'm going to let hey, it happen. Hey. Have you heard? I don't know. Have I heard? That bird is the word. Oh, I've heard. Guys. I've heard. It's real. It's a reality. Oh. It's We've happened. been praying, eating our vegetables, yeah. and the time oh. is upon us over yeah. in Tomorrowland. You want to say the good news? Uh, I think, Greg, I think you should do it. Finally, after a year and a month of not being in operation, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover is People back mover. open. It is back. Are you ready for a miracle? The spirit has set me free, and That's we're right. moving people over in Tomorrowland. I have uh, watched some videos. I've watched a lot of people's like live feed of it. It's really calming. I'm probably going to watch yes. some more later because I've just been having a stressful day, and I'm like, you know what? This is calming me down, and I think I'm just going to like play this video on loop. <laughs> uh, no, no real big changes, right? I mean, they're just it's no, like I, I not broken anymore. Are, yeah, I just heard some things have been repainted and whatnot, yeah. and. Uh, it's a big deal. I um, hopefully will be on it later in the week. I have a day planned for Magic Kingdom later so this week. So uh, my wife and I will be going on and crying probably because mm-hmm. we're emotional people these days. Yep. And like I guess a lot of people are. And uh, I'm excited about it. Really excited about That's it. That's the it's nice about thing time. about masks. I guess you could just cry and like no one would really know. Because I don't know thing, if, you're, like, if you're like me, when I cry, even just a tear, it looks like someone punched me in the face. So no. <laughs> I would love a mask to cover that up. Um, no, um, I wouldn't use that, those words to describe my crying situation. But the nice thing about the masks is, you know, you put a mask on, you put a hat on and sunglasses and you right. can do whatever you want you and no one will even know, basically. Um, it's great. Speaking of being emotional. So Doug and I went and saw Kong versus Godzilla yesterday. Okay. Or maybe it's Godzilla versus Kong. I can't remember which one comes first. I mean, come at me, internet. Yes. Um, but anyways. Who gets top billing in the title. So we went to uh, the theater, and I remember, so Friday night, I was telling my sister-in-law that I was going, and she goes, oh, you're going to need to take tissues. And I was like, what? And she goes, I know you. You're going to need to take tissues. And I was like, oh, God. Oh okay. Goodness. So I took tissues, and of course, I needed them, because she does know me very well. And she was like, um, I said, okay, you're right. Like, I did cry. And she was like, okay, what part did you cry? Did you cry at this part? And I was like, yep. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> I said, well, you should be proud that you know me so well. Um, yeah, there was, I, I like, can't do animals in general. I'm like, it doesn't matter what size they are. I can't like, and there was a sweet moment. It had nothing to, I, I thought it was going to be like, oh, this, one of them's just going to die and I'm going to be so upset and that's what it's going to be. And it wasn't anything like I thought it was going to be. Um, but the moment that like got me, Doug looks at me and he was like, (laughs) he's like, are you serious? I was like, (laughs) yes. 
<laughs> oh god. Um, but anyway, so I'm with you on the emotional part. I could be quite emotional these days. Yeah, so I guess we have a trigger warning for anyone who might be sad. Be careful about the new Godzilla movie. It, it's like, look, I will tell you this. The ending is great. I love the ending. Like, it didn't break my heart. But this, I don't know. If you've seen it, you probably know what part I'm talking about that made me cry. I would love for you to write in and say, hey, was it this part? Um, I would love to know what your guesses are. Let's see how well people might know me. <laughs> we'll see, yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of knowing things, we had our fourth Disney trivia night. Mm-hmm. Last week yeah. went well. We had our uh, Animal Kingdom theme, and I'm thinking maybe for the next Disney trivia night we could do a hashtag food motivated version of trivia. Yeah. I feel okay. like there's there's quite a few popular food items across the parks, and I yeah. feel like there's enough to be able to do some trivia on it. I think at some point too we need to do Disney movies. Yeah, people were suggesting. I was just I'm asking yeah. around if if, I think we're just um, if someone have to had the bullet and do the movies. Yeah. We'll do Disney um, movies, and then we can also do, like, Disney character stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of – obviously a lot of things to talk about. We got so, all kinds of stuff we can do for trivia. And, guys, look, no one listens – people – actually, there was a couple people, I think, that listened to us about, just come on and play. We want to see your face. <laughs> um, and you know who you are, and we're still coming after you. So I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. <laughs> like I like when we talk about really specific things. It affects maybe one or two people out of the, the many who listen That's to this. That's why I'm saying you know who you are. You know who you are. We're going to get your face on there at some point. Before we get into our big topic, um, I, it's not really like quite a news nugget. It's even smaller than a nugget. It's like a little news morsel, oh, but like not really big point. enough. But it's more of a life lesson, I think, that was achieved with this news morsel. Mm-hmm. And that is if you're a Jungle Cruise fan, you've probably been paying attention to some of the changes that are going on with the attraction. They've been doing the changes and the updates while the attraction is open. So like... Every little change kind of gets noticed because people are on the ride. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Whereas if it were closed, you wouldn't know that a character was moved from spot A to spot B. And then in the meantime, people are like kind of getting angry about it and thinking that the character is gone. The character I'm talking about is Trader Sam. I know when they took Mm -hmm. Trader Sam out of the end of the attraction, um, there were some people jumping to conclusions about whether or not Trader Sam was going to be in there anymore. And it's a travesty and and kind of all these... Things that I semi-understand and semi-don't understand. But um, this is a great life lesson in keeping an open mind and maybe using this as an example for what's really important in life, and that is not getting upset over things like Disney World attractions, because Trader Sam's coming back. He is being moved from the head salesman of the jungle to operating a lost and found shop Mm -hmm. as part of the storyline of the attraction so alberta falls is entrusting sam to take over the lost and found thing later in the attract or earlier in the attraction so i guess let's let's work on being more patient about updates and seeing what they do with it before we get upset about it because this is not the first time it won't be the last time and it is also just an attraction yeah we're just in that hard parallel like and just the whole dynamic of like hot like we just talked about high emotions right everyone has high emotions because of covid and disney's also trying to like update things and make things better because they had a lot of these plans and so they're now trying to move forward because they were so stagnant for a while and so it's just Mm -hmm. the whole like we want things to be like familiar and be comfortable and it's always a little change is always a little bit uncomfortable so i think it's just kind of hard the whole dynamic of like we want they're changing things because they're updating it but it's just also at a kind of a crummy time because of how high emotions are because of covid so and one last thing i'm assuming that some of us saw that op-ed that was submitted to the Orlando Sentinel that was actually in fact published by the by a, a gentleman let's call him mm-hmm. who um, thinks that Disney is too woke and he doesn't enjoy it anymore including but not limited to the updates to the Jungle Cruise <laughs> and I'm not gonna I um, have 
strong opinions on it, but like they're not really appropriate for the airwaves, so I won't say them out loud. But I will say, I just wish that for his own sake, they had chosen a better photo of him to oh, include in the article because it's not flattering. It's probably and because whoever like published it was like, whatever, forget, like, F this guy. Yes. I <laughs> like, think they knew what they were doing. They, yeah. I think they intentionally did that yeah. to get a little controversy because what he's saying is ridiculous. Look, to their opinions. That's the other part I think that we need to – that's the other part that I feel like we don't do well in, like, in general. It's like everyone yeah. can have their opinion, and if it's not your opinion, that doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. Now, sometimes there are things that are like, no, that's – you know, like, obviously racism is wrong. But yes. just because somebody doesn't like something, like, that's fine. You're – like, you can have your opinion on that, and that's okay. And I don't know if you know this, and I guess I can't speak for everybody, but no one forces me to go to Disney, so I don't know why that's I would true. complain about something. I know. Anyway, um, let's talk about the Caribbean Beach, Disney's Caribbean Beach <laughs> let's Resort. Let's do it. I feel like we need some um, We need some more steel drums. I need more steel drums yeah. in my life. Did you <laughs> get my Did you drums? get my reference in the beginning there? I was kind of yes, hoping Yes, of course you would. I did. Okay, yeah, um, no one can see it, but I have one single strand of hair braided, a la Michael Scott, <laughs> having gone to the Caribbean. And he um, shakes this is it. Our it's, it's outrageous every time. Anyways, okay. um, this is our first real moderate resort we're talking yeah. about. Now, technically, the cabins of Fort Wilderness are considered moderate. Like when you're searching for resorts under the moderate category, the cabins pull up um, for Fort Wilderness. But the resort as a whole really is neither a moderate or anything else. It's just kind of its own category. So this is our first real moderate level resort we're talking about. Yeah. And I'm excited about it. All right. Disney's official description is discover a world where life slows to a leisurely pace and worries melt away amidst Calypso rhythms. Awash with vibrant colors and lush landscapes, Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort transports guests to a relaxing paradise that captures the essence of five distinct islands, Barbados, Jamaica, Martinique, Trinidad, and Aruba. Celebrate the spirit of the Caribbean with blissful sights and fun-filled activities, including colonial forts, lively markets, pristine beaches, splashy florals and swang hammocks, sure to awaken the imagination. <laughs> uh, sorry, got a little into it there. Um, also, uh, are people going to come at me because sometimes I say Caribbean, sometimes it's Caribbean? Well, did you hear you how say? the guy said it in our intro video? But So, by the way, the intro audio yeah. to this episode... Um, was uh, broadcast, published, whatever, came mm -hmm. out in 1991 or two. Okay. So just FYI, if you're wondering, because they were talking about how it's affordable for, for families of, of all ages or whatever it was, yeah. all kinds of families. <laughs> but he, he pronounced it Caribbean. Yeah. Well, see, I feel like that's how I like normally say it. I'm like Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't yeah. say Caribbean. What do you say? Do you say Caribbean? I say Caribbean beach. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Okay, whatever. Don't come at us. Like, like well, that's one of those things where that's okay. Tomato, tomato. Um, okay, so I do want to say I did get some information from a couple of YouTube channels. So DZ Studios, Provost Park Pass, um, Wikipedia. I know that's everyone's favorite. <laughs> and the one website that we're going to talk about is Disney'sCaribbeanBeach.com. There's a website called that, so you can check that out too. But basically, in the 1970s, there was an expansion being planned for the shopping village that would include a moderate hotel. Uh, but basically, they ended up scrapping that because they were working on the Epcot project and Tokyo Disneyland. And as we know, Disney will scrap projects when they're working on other things just because funding and w what have you. There's like all kinds of reasons that they can mm -hmm. be scrapping pro projects. So, uh, but so that was in the 70s. And then Michael Eisner came in in 1984, and the idea was actually brought back 
because some other cheaper hotels had been built in the area and they wanted to have something that was comparable to that because they're like, okay, mm-hmm. well, now we have some other people that are making money because they're making, they have cheaper hotels, but we want to do something on the resort. Um, so that's where they brought this project back. They built the, like, I'm going to kind of go into it. They built the resort. It started operating on October 1st of 1988. So just a mere four, four years after Eisner came in, they started this. It's Disney's first mid-price or moderate resort. And we're going to get into some construction and stats on this. It's located obviously in the, uh, what they would call the Epcot resort area. So it's closest mm-hmm. to Epcot. Um, it's close to Typhoon Lagoon, the water park. And we already talked about how it's a moderate, like moderately priced hotel. The designer of this was Fugelberg Coke, I think is how you would say that. It's K-O-C-H. And I can't remember. I would pronounce it Koch, but that's because I went to school with someone with that name. Koch. Okay. Um, All right. Well, we'll go with that. Fugelberg Koch. It's a company. Um, so these are the designers and they were actually the same company that designed Port Orleans, Port Orleans, Port Orleans. I don't know why I said that weird. Uh, Dixie Landings and the old Key West Resort. So just to kind of put in perspective, like the design of all those things. All right. So at its original opening, it had 2,112 rooms. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about some of the renovation because today it contains uh, 1,536 rooms. Guests stay in one of the small buildings that encircle Barefoot Bay, Barefoot Barefoot Bay, is a 45-acre lake. So all of these little like areas are around this big lake that they have in the middle. Uh, buildings are grouped into one of five villages. So with shared resources, each named after an island in the Caribbean. Martinique is one, Barbados, Jamaica, Aruba, and Trinidad. So that's like kind of what they mentioned in the official Disney description of theirs, each of those islands, because each area is supposed to be after like an island. Yep. Um, there are buses that travel throughout the entire resort to get from each village to the next. Each village village has its own swimming pool and some also have their own playgrounds resort facilities are located at the old port royal center town port royal i'm saying well, i, I feel like i'm saying port now, now yeah i'm like i'm saying everything weird now because i'm like is that right is this right caribbean <laughs> well, i don't know it's the word royal with an e at the end right, so royal. it's like what do you, how do you pronounce it but we've always pronounced it royal royal okay so the old port royal is the center t- center town it's a building that basically contains it has got a restaurant food court arcade uh, which I think has actually been demolished now. Um, and then a couple of gift shops. So that's sort of like the hub, you know, like the main hub of the resort where all like the big stuff is. Um, the shores of the bay feature beaches, hammocks, and other activities such as beach volleyball. And the nice cool thing about that is that I was like reading up or watching a video is one of the two, but um, how they go out and like skate, like landscape, like they, mm-hmm smooth out the sand every day or whatever so like when you wake up in the morning it's all smooth it's so nice it's very it's one of those like oddly satisfying things to watch a beach get combed over so it's all smooth now it's like that and a zamboni that's like going (laughs) over the ice anyways yeah um the resort also features various water sports at the marina so resort guests can like rent things like watercrafts you can do paddle boats they have speed boats by the half hour Um, i know you can also rent bicycles and things like that around the property uh, guest rooms are decorated in a Caribbean style with pastel tones, and each island village has slightly different themes. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk a little bit about some of the changes that the resort has had over time. Back in 2008, they had a bunch of pool closures for refurbishment. So these were like at different times, but it seems like they pretty much closed each pool and did all these like refurbishments to um, all the things like around the pool, uh, each pool or whatever. So that was some things that they had 
updated. In January of 2009, Disney refurbished many of the rooms in the Trinidad South Village with a pirate theme. So they have pirate mm. rooms over there. Um, and I, I have looked at some footage and seen those. They're actually pretty cool looking on the inside. Because yeah. um, they have like these cool... Um, so the beds are basically like they look like ships. Yeah. And then your your chest or drawer look like box like wooden boxes. Uh like that, you know, that carry rum and stuff. Yes. And then your fridge is like in an old barrel. So it's just cool, like all the little things, uh, little touches that they have in those rooms that are different. Very themed. So that was two thousand and nine. Uh they did another room refurbishment again in two thousand fourteen, I think, to most of the rooms in the resorts in general. Then in January of 2017, there were plans filed for resort renovations again because the next Disney Vacation Club Resort, which is Disney's Riviera Resort, was going to be built. Um, and so that actually took place in 2017 and they demolished Barbados and Martinique, sec- the Barbados and Martinique sections of the resort. Yes, they demolished all of Barbados and they wound up renaming Trinidad North Barbados, which is why you still hear that there's a Barbados section. And they got rid of Half of Martinique, I believe. And then it says Shutters, which was the um, the bistro there. Shutters was moved and renamed um, Sebastian's Bistro. So at that point, because a lot of different like changes came when this resort came. So Shutters was renamed and rethemed Sebastian's Bistro. The Calypso Trading Post was moved and the arcade closed. They also added some stuff to, they had a new lobby. So a new lobby was added. A quick service restaurant was expanded at the time. And then they opened a new restaurant called the Spyglass Grill at that time. Mm-hmm. So that was also something new. October 8th, uh, 2018, I think, was when all of this stuff reopened. And then September 29th, uh, 2019, was when the Skyliner opened. So the Caribbean Beach Resort is one of the stops on the Disney Skyliner. So... That was also added at that time, Um, and that connects to Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios. Some random fun facts for you that I have. Uh, One was I mentioned before. There is a fan website called DisneyCaribbeanBeach.com, and it's like it literally is just like the fan website for Disney's Caribbean Beach. So some people love it so much that they created a website. It looks really uh, like 80s and outdated. Yes. Uh, but I'm assuming the the like information on there is still good. So you can go check that out because I don't know how many. I mean, I really didn't even look to see if any of the other resorts had a fan website. Some of them do. Some of okay. them have fan Instagram accounts, which is a little bit easier to maintain. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, uh, I, I was, get the Instagram, but I was like, this is like a whole website. A website. Someone's, well, someone's you have paying to pay to host for a this. web domain. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was looking on the DisneyCaribbeanBeach.com and some of the information is outdated. But like as far as what the resort used to be. I, at least for what I saw, it was like pre-2018 information, so since the the newer renovations. But there's still some good information on there about what the rooms are like yeah. in terms of size and location and all that. Um, yeah. The other fun, Another fun fact that I have is that there are no elevators on this resort. Yes. I thought that was super random because somebody uh, – I was watching one of the videos and they were like, fun fact, there's no elevators on this resort. I was like, oh, because all of the build – most of the main buildings are two-story. Yes. So you would think that they would have to have that, but I guess if – they have the like i guess if you're a guest i'm assuming all the handicap rooms obviously right are on the yeah, first, floor. first floor so if you think about this this was made in the 80 in the late 80s i don't know right. what the rules were back then but obviously it's very different now if you flash forward 30 years but um it's funny you mentioned that the designer who took part in this was also i think you said port orleans right or dixon landings whatever mm-hmm. and old key west and old key west is known for not having elevators elevators i think i think they wound up putting in a few later on in life but 
and it's yeah. really just like one or two buildings or something like that. It's a really specific area, but the rest of the resort, which some of the buildings have three floors, don't right. have elevators. And uh, luckily, it is only, like you said, a two-story building. So if you do have to haul all your luggage up the stairs, it's not like you're going up three because three is, yeah. for some reason, the difference between two and three is like man. life and death. Yeah, seriously. Yes. Um, and the hallways are outside. So unlike, yes. let's say, most deluxe resorts where you're on the interior when you're navigating the hallway, these are exposed. You're outside, so you're out in the heat, mm-hmm. lugging your luggage up. Granted, it's you're not really lugging your luggage up a lot. It's on your day you arrive and the yeah. day you leave. You're hauling that stuff. But it's it's a lot to do up and down the stairs. I mean, yeah. If you are like Doug and I, we I don't know how the two of us have to travel with so much stuff, but we just end up with so many things. And I'm like, yeah. this is ridiculous. I don't know how we have this much stuff. But yeah. we end up using everything. So... Well, that, um, if you're if you're traveling with a small child in a stroller, then you have your own battle of getting that stroller up and down the stairs, which yeah. some strollers, especially if you have a multiple child stroller, that was getting really heavy. So yeah. good luck to you. I'm going to assume that the designers were like, do you know how much money we can save if we don't put elevators in these buildings? Because <laughs> it is a lot of money to, for like, upkeep, to build yeah. elevators. Well, just to build them in general. And then, yeah, then you got to pay for the upkeep. So I guarantee you they were like, we can save so much money. And they were probably like, let's do it. You can just, we can put all that money into other stuff. Um, so yeah, so no elevators. Uh, another little fun fact was the East India Trading Company symbol is like all on the outside of the pirate rooms. Mm-hmm. So just the way that they have their room numbers and stuff, if you see that little symbol, it's, you know, like a little nod to the Pirates of the Caribbean movies because it's the East India Trading Company. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's their little, their little nod there. And then I'm going to end my section with a pirate joke. Oh, yes. Are you ready? Did you read my joke? I did, but I, I would I would have guessed it anyway. <gasps> Greg, how much does it cost for a pirate to get his ear pierced? How much? A buccaneer. (laughs) (laughs) So glad. I was really hoping for that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have that. I did steal that from one of the YouTube videos. I was like, whatever, I'm stealing that because Greg always has dad jokes, and now I can too. You know, we haven't done. Maybe next next week we'll do some 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 Disney jokes. jokes. Yeah. I got some uh, squirreled away for a rainy day, oh. so we'll we'll okay. bust them out next week. We'll do it. So let's talk about this resort in terms of it being a moderate resort. You know, this is usually where I cover uh, the price range, the types of rooms available, and we'll go deeper into the restaurants, shops, and recreation, and also share some experiences I've had. And this is definitely a resort that's seen some changes. Uh, and you and you mentioned so many of them, and something to think about. There was a time, and it wasn't that long ago. The area to check in was a separate building. I think it was called the Custom House, and it was its own thing. So, like, if you when you wanted to check in, you would have to separately go to this building that was not connected to the Center Town Market now, Old Port Royal then, although it still says Old Port Royal up there on the Portacashier. But you'd have to separate. So, like, if you let's say got there on a bus or whatever. Um, you'd have to figure out how to get from that building to the main building and they would shuttle you over there. They still have a bunch of Caribbean beach vehicles, like the whip, they got the wrap on it that says Caribbean beach. But um, they finally took that away because it's silly to have a separate building just for checking in and checking out, especially nowadays when you do it online for the most part. So let's talk about the price range for the rooms here. When we, uh, in the past so far, we've really only covered deluxe resorts and the price ranges are wild because it'll be like depending on the resort, 500 a night to like yeah. 4,000 a night, right? Yeah. Yes. So you're not going to find that here and probably not at the other moderate resorts because there aren't any real suites, so to speak, at, at this resort, especially in the other moderate resorts for the most part as well. So here the prices range from $213 up to $453. So obviously you can tell this is definitely yeah. 
a little more value here. Yeah. Yeah. Step down from deluxe, obviously, but step up. Of course. Yeah. And of course, this depends on time of year you're going and the type of room. So let's talk about the different rooms. There is a standard room, which is exactly what it sounds like, right? It's 300 square feet, sleeps four. They have different views, your standard view, water view, and pool view. They range anywhere from two, the 213 minimum up to 391 if you're staying the week of Christmas and uh, New Year's, pretty much. They also have a standard room with a fifth sleeper. It offers the same views, you know, options as the other ones, but this just gives you the option to have a fifth person stay in your room with you. Mm-hmm. Usually, um, when you hear fifth sleeper, that just means it's like the the uh, thing underneath the TV has that little yeah. like thing that folds like, out, out, and then bed. you have a bed for a small adult or a big child. Right. But I'm like, is that it's considered not for a Murphy adult. bed? I mean, it kind of is. Yes, some it's like you know, single, kind of like a, single, it's like a kid like a, Murphy. A, Yes, like the the classic version of of that would be to call it a, a Murphy bed, but I try not to call it that because when I hear Murphy bed, I think full, right? At, at least like a, a full size bed, yeah. Not a not even a queen or anything, but just you know a double. But no, it's 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 pretty small. You, you mean I can sleep on it, but my legs have to be bent the whole time. Like I'm not, oh, I can't gosh. like spread yeah. out. Yeah. Um, those rooms, the fifth sleeper rooms, range from two twenty eight to four hundred three. So you're talking fifteen ish dollars more, somewhere between ten and fifteen, basically extra a night to get that to get that fifth sleeper not not terrible right um there is a king bed version of this where instead of the two double size beds if it's just you and and your significant other or whomever you want just the one bed a little more space in the room you can get the king bed option it's a little more money though it's 249 to 426 there are um the standard rooms but in the preferred sections so really you're not getting any larger room it's still the 300 square feet you're just uh, really paying extra for the location. And we'll talk about where the preferred areas are in a little bit, but the preferred rooms are 292 to 449. So you're, now you're talking like 60, 70 bucks yeah. more, uh, depending on season there for that. Then, as you mentioned, they have the pirate themed rooms. They come in a standard and a water view, same square foot room. You're not getting any extra space yeah, for that. You're just, just getting theming. a boss themed room yeah, for a moderate resort. Pretty, like if your kid's into pirates, you would be doing a disservice not to get like, go to this room. Oh, yeah. I mean, I understand, like, the aerial rooms, right? The, like, Little Mermaid rooms are really awesome. But, like, for kids who are into pirates, I'm like, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. It's cool. I actually haven't stayed in a pirate-themed room. We've almost done it. Yeah. I don't know know why we did it. We should have just done it, even if it was just for the one night. Mm -hmm. But those range from 280 to 453. So the most expensive room here is going to be a Waterview pirate room for 453. That's, again, only in late December. So let's talk about some of the restaurants, shops, and things you can do around. You mentioned Centertown Market. That's like the yeah. main quick service restaurant mm-hmm. in the main building at Old Port Royal there. It has indoor and outdoor seating, which is important, especially nowadays, if you feel more comfortable eating outside during this uh, COVID times. You, there's plenty of outdoor seating. Um, I will say that the seating area, at least in my in my opinion, feels smaller than the previous version. So the, the previous okay. version of the resort, for those of you that maybe it's been a little while since you've been to Caribbean Beach, You'd walk in from um, the Port of Cashier or where the, the bus used to drop you off at the front. And then to the left would pretty, be pretty much like just the quick service place. And then to the right would be the arcade and the gift shop and stuff. Um, it's just it's a little bit smaller because they kind of widened up that area to make it part lobby as well. Yeah. By the way, it's, I think it's beautiful in there. I mean, it's a moderate resort, but they really did a good job of um, redoing it in a fancy yeah. version of what I mean, it used it, to and be. It looks very, I mean, it looks very island-like. Yeah. Like you really feel like you're in the Caribbean. I mean, yes, they've got those big, 
rotating fans. Um, they, yeah. I don't know what they're called, but they kind of look like big giant guitar picks. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, and they're, they're, all, they're rotating and keeping like, the air moving. They rotate like a, mo- um, a boat motor would. Like that's kind of yeah. how they like move the air around. Yes. In there. There's these big like white curtains going on the columns in there. Yeah. And it just it has this nice like open feel and it's like bright in there and, I, and it's really nice. There's some natural light coming in. But I do think it's a little bit less in seating. And um, unlike the old, old Port Royale quick service where you would kind of go cafeteria style, station to station, get all your food and go pay, um, it's now centralized into one location, which is really the standard for resorts. I mean, you just go up to the one counter, you order your food, go pick right. it up and, right. and sit down. And of course, right now where they're doing mobile order only, and you get to go pick it up at the, you know, the, the pickup counter there. Sebastian's Bistro, as you mentioned, used to be, I, I guess you, you could say used Shutters? to be Shutters, but okay. but they moved it and renamed it. So is it really yeah, used to be I Shutters know. or like did they t- t- take the furniture over there? I don't know. Um, I haven't eaten there. I have heard from people who have eaten there, uh, including my own mom and uh, <laughs> and some friends and some old coworkers and stuff. And I, I hear like medium to warm, like lukewarm reviews to this. No okay. one has ever said it's bad. Right. Um, I think looking at the options that they offer... For me, I'm kind of on the fence okay. because uh, it's, not like, it's not a little expensive. So let me read a, a few options off the menu okay. here. I would think that if a lot of people aren't talking about it, then it's nothing to write home about. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like it's yeah. not bad, but if you're staying there, I don't know if you'd really want to spend the money to, I don't know. I'd go somewhere where like everyone's talking about it and you know it's going to be good. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of buzz. And okay. typically, though, like with a resort restaurant, other than like Ohana or Chef Mickey – those are probably the two that come to my mind the quickest. Like people know those ones. Yeah. Those have like those have Everyone a really talks big reputation, them, right? Yeah. yeah. But like no one talks about the Grand Floridian Cafe as much, and I think that That's fried true. chicken is like the best. So no, but you need to um, you need to be quiet about it because we're trying to keep it a secret. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> well, even still, um, it's a little more difficult to get to, so I, th- I feel like we're yeah. safe. So they have your gen- your general appetizers here, and this is of course all Caribbean style things. So they have the jerk chicken wings. Mm-hmm. They're Caribbean pull-apart rolls with guava butter, onion jam, and Jamaican jerk oil. Oh, whoa. Now, I'm not going to make any dirty jokes about what Jamaican jerk oil sounds like. Look at you going past that. <laughs> yes. Look, because I'm, you know, 2021 Greg is mature, is mature, is and he? I would never do that. Is he, though? No, he's not. <laughs> um, the dinner options are jerk chicken, coconut shrimp, and grits. Yum. Are you a shrimp and grits type of person? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So then you tell me if you think this sounds good. Okay. Hand-breaded jumbo shrimp. Cheesy grits, charred corn, and roasted pepper coolis. Coolie. Cool. Is it coolie? Yeah, it's coolie. Okay. Um, I think that actually sounds good. I think because it's different. Like it's it's not going to be your typical shrimp and grits like we're used to with like yeah. sausage and um, gravy and stuff like that. So I think it's like a obviously like a Caribbean take on it. I think that actually sounds good. Like I would try it. You know what I mean? I Twenty six be- bucks if you want to try it. Which, honestly, shrimp and grits, wherever you go, is going to be expensive. So that's not that far off. Now, it depends on the portion you're going to get. But that's really not that far off for shrimp and grits is what I'm trying to say. All right. Um, Again, not currently operating. So when when it reopens, I'll I'll finally go try it out. What else? They have other things there. Cod, skirt steak, and and other things. Um, They got this warm chocolate pudding. Interesting. Mm, They have a uh, key lime pie. Have you ever had warm banana pudding? I don't... It's the texture of, okay. of like those oh, types of like puddings pudding? for me. Well, but. there's a restaurant here and they serve it warm in a mason jar and it is the best thing ever. I remember the first time I had it, I was like, I'm sorry, what? Why is this warm? But once you eat it, <laughs> once you have warm banana pudding, you're like, okay, I'm sold. It's so good. It's, it's so good. <laughs> Crispy pearls. 
<laughs> Maybe one day then. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned Spyglass Grill, and this mm-hmm. is still pretty new. It is over in Trinidad, um, Trinidad South. So it's kind of like out of the way, so to speak. Okay. And it kind of needs to have its own quick service over there because Trinidad South is far it's away far. from everything. So they, they wound up building their own quick service place there. It's all outdoor seating. Um, and I thought you'd want to know that because there really isn't an option for you to sit indoors. You, the, the, there is an outdoor patio right there, and it is covered if it's raining. But you will be outside exposed to the heat okay. and humidity and the bugs. Just yeah. FYI. Of course, you can always get it to go and bring it back to bugs? your room. There's if, no f- if you can bugs in Florida. In Florida. <laughs> um, the Banana, no, the Banana Cabana is next to Sebastian's Bistro, just outside of Centertown Market. You can't miss it. It's right by the pool. It is their uh, bar and lounge. And it's full service because then not only do they offer drinks because it's a bar, they have uh, the lounge there too. And it's small plate meals like wings, chili con queso. The chili con queso is there if you want to make your own hot tub bubbles in the pool. You know what I'm saying? Gross. Um, for meals there, they have um, all kinds of things. I mean, they have sandwiches like burgers and stuff yeah. and those pull apart rolls I was talking about, salads and whatnot. It's actually pretty cool. And uh, we were there the other day and Nicole and I walked by and, and Nicole stopped. She's like, what is that? Like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. So we both look up and there's an owl perched on one of the beams, like one of the support beams that are going horizontally for the restaurant. And it's like just over where people would be sitting down. And we're like, what? It was real? real." We don't know. So we're staring at it. We're like, okay, it's definitely not real. Because eventually I saw the support base for it. Like it's nailed in. And it's great. It's obviously there to scare away birds because if yeah. birds were sitting and perched up on there, they literally would be pooping on you as you're yeah. eating. So I'm guessing it's working because there were no birds up there. If you thought it was real, then birds definitely probably think it's real. Yeah. I mean, at quick glance, you're like, oh, but you know, what are the chances there's an owl out during the day? This was at like yeah. 11 o'clock in the morning. You know, I don't know. But so it was, it was pretty convincing. I mean, I'm not um, going to lie. Owls can sit real still for a really long time and not so we, blink we their eyes. Blink. So yeah. Well, you know what? There's a little bit of a breeze going and none of its like feathers were even moving. Yeah. So like, you okay. know, it was probably not real. And then we yeah. saw like where the nails were. <laughs> so there is the one gift shop there in the main lobby area, the Calypso Trading Post. I would I would give it a B if I were to rate this gift shop. Um, yeah. It's, it's okay. I mean, then again, are there gift shops out there that you would quote write home about? Yes. The answer is yes. And it's yes? BBG over contemporary. Oh, okay. oh and the gift oh, shop true. at that's Port true. Orleans Riverside, for whatever reason, we have great luck over there. Anyway, oh, okay. not, not currently operating, yeah. but when it comes back, we'll visit it. So, uh, Calypso trading post, it's medium, you know, nothing really special going on. Not in a bad way. It's just your general average gift shop. Um, you mentioned some things to do here, like renting bikes, playing volleyball. There's, there's so like much some to cool. Do. There's so much to do. So much, so many activities. Um, they did mention on the Disney website that it's twenty dollars to rent a bike, but it doesn't give any more information. Twenty dollars for how much time? I don't know. Okay. Literally, this is twenty dollars. Well, let me bring some clarity. So the sign that I saw um, in one of the videos, and I don't, I feel like the video was not like from not that long ago. Okay. Um, it was $9 for one hour, but it was $18 for the whole day. Okay. So, maybe it's 20 for the whole day now. Yeah. It's probably, they maybe I'm just guessing. upped it to 20, but it was like, okay. it, cause he was like, why would you not just pay the, like for double, double the have price it for the basically. whole day. So it yes. was like half the price. So maybe now it's like $10 for one hour and $20 for the day. So okay. We'll know. have to look into and that. And they do have kids bikes too. Good. Yeah, they need yeah. to. And this is, you know, bike riding or bike rentals is not unique to this resort. It's it's available yeah. at like a dozen or more, but this is one you can rent a bike. There is the a bunch of fishing excursions available. There is an activity. Now, again, most of these are not currently operating because of the pandemic. We don't yeah. necessarily know the state of them um, if they return. If they are I'm assuming back, yeah. these are going to return. 
One of them is the Unsolved Mysteries of Barefoot Bay. Oh my gosh, stop it. It is an evening cruise, kind of. Well, no, there is actually a separate treasure hunt, but this specifically is an evening cruise where you get to collect clues trying to solve the disappearance of Captain Calico. And this is for ages, for kids aged ages 10 to 16. So for like your tweens, teens kind of thing. Who do I know that's 10 to 16 that I can take to do this? Yeah, I was like, well, can't I do it as an adult? Of course, it costs money. Um, right. right now, I believe it said it was $39 and it could change when it reopens. And hopefully yeah. it does reopen. That's that's the kind of thing that like on a night when maybe you don't have something planned or you did a park during the day and you're kind of chilling at the resort yeah. and you want to have your kids do something, maybe you go get a drink or something at the bar. Right. This sounds like a great option. Right. And then the other option is the Pirate Adventure Cruise. This is aimed towards kids ages 4 to 12. It's a two-hour adventure to discover hidden treasures around the resort, oh, which wow. is pretty cool. There is a running trail. There's a feature pool right outside of Centertown Market called Fuentes del Moro Pool and Play Area, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Okay. A little more in depth because I hung up by the pool the other day yeah, I and I want to talk about my experience. The pools are pretty, like the stuff that they have around the pools are crazy. Yeah, it's kind of, it's definitely themed here. Yeah. And I want to talk about, now here's the thing, okay? We're going to get, we're going to get into something. Okay. Um, there is a, a little section called Caribbean Key. Now it's spelt C-A-Y, but I have heard that when people are talking about the islands, for example, Castaway Key, it's pronounced key, but it's spelt C-A-Y. So I'm going to go with the same thought process and call it Caribbean Key. key. Okay. Correct. However, it's spelled C-A-Y. I would say K because I'm Southern like that. I remember looking it up one day and it's just one of those things where that's just how it's Mm. pronounced there. I don't care. Anyway, point is Caribbean K. We spent some time over there and I gathered some thoughts and I want to make sure I share them all with you about the resort in general and we'll talk about the pool and some other Mm -hmm. important stuff. So I mentioned in talking about the descriptions of the different rooms that there are different views, your standard view, water view, and pool view. Water view, of course, like the the Barefoot Bay. I will tell you, I want you to do what you want. I want you to have the best possible time. If you really, really want a water view or a pool view, go for it. I will, however, uh, give you this to chew on. Without a balcony, what are you looking at? So you're going to be paying a little extra for that view, but you really only see the view when you exit the room, and you probably are exiting the room to go somewhere, right? You're not Mm -hmm. really going to go stand on your your uh, balcony. Yeah, and not even the balcony, like, like the hallway, yeah, the outdoor the hallway, ha- hallway right? or whatever it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So for me personally, I would I would not upgrade myself to a specific view. I would say just get yourself a standard view. Right. You know, something else to think about when you're at a pool view, you're closer to the pool. That's mm-hmm. how you have a pool view. Mm-hmm. And because the hallways are outside and there's really not a lot of barrier between your front door and the pool, you're going to hear a little Here. more of that foot traffic. Now, granted, the, the windows and the doors do 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 do. They do a good job. Do-do. You heard it here first, guys. Caribbean Beach doo doo. <laughs> doo doo. Um, those doors do do a good job of silencing, you know, of keeping the sound yeah. up. But it's not perfect. And but you, you know that you know there's things. always the kids that can they're young enough and they still can hit that high pitched scream. Oh yeah. <laughs> nothing nothing can save you from that. No, Sorry. and then, you know when you're in the pool you're playing, so you're you're gonna yeah. be a little yeah. louder than usual. So something to keep in mind. However, the preferred areas this might be an area for you where the upgrade you might find some value in the upgrade. Because the yes. preferred areas are Martinique and Barbados. So let's talk about the different sections of the resort and maybe what would be an advantage to staying in one over the other. Martinique and Barbados are really close to Centertown Market, Old Port Royal. So that's the pool, the the two two places to eat really because the, the Banana Cabana has the bar and the lounge. And then the Centertown Market is the quick service. And of course, there's a bus station right there. So you're paying for that. You're paying to stay in a preferred area, but you're really close 
yeah. to the hub of the resort. Now, all of the different sections have their own quiet pool, and they're called a quiet pool. You may hear that phrase or a feature pool. The feature pool here is the one at Center Town Market, the Fuentes del Moro. Um, if you want to be close to the Skyliner, Jamaica is your best bet because you're you're right there at the transfer station. Okay. Um, however, Aruba is really close to the Riviera station. So although that's Ooh. it's the Riviera station is meant for the Riviera, right. you're so close to it. I mean, yeah. like you're actually depending on your room, you're closer to that station than people staying at certain parts of Riviera right. because it's right there. And when you're on the Skyliner and you're um, approaching the or when you get to when you land at the Riviera station, the cast members there sometimes will let you know this is for Riviera or Aruba of Caribbean right. Beach to remind you, hey, you definitely want to get, get off, off here because it's a short walk. Trinidad, like I mentioned, is farthest away from Center Town and the Skyliner, but it does have its own quick service by Glass Grill. Okay. So just yeah, gotta figure They're out what you're looking for They're trying to give you here. something over there. They're like, we have nothing else, but we have a quick service. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like for me, if I were going to stay anywhere here, it would probably be either Jamaica or Aruba because the thing about Aruba, though, although you're close to the Skyliner and you get on at Riviera, you actually, in order to get to Hollywood Studios, you have to still, you get on the yeah. Skyliner and it takes you to the Caribbean Beach Station, which you have to get off at and transfer. Right. So it's going to be up to you. But if you're going to Epcot, it's a it's a nice smooth ride. You don't have to, have to worry about that. Um, and again, on a, with a resort like this that's on the Skyliner route, certain times a day, there's going to be... Some yep. extra traffic waiting to get on. And Caribbean Beach is unique compared to the other ones because it's a transfer station. So no matter where you're going, you, you have to wait on that line. Yeah. Um, whereas the initial line might be a little shorter at Art or Riviera to get to the other parks. But you have to get off and transfer at uh, Caribbean Beach anyway. Mm-hmm. We did have a meal while we were there the other day. I actually went twice last week. I, didn't, I don't know if I posted the first one. I think I did just for our uh, yeah. patrons as a little preview of what we're going to be talking about this week. So I had the same meal twice because I liked it. I got the chicken bowl at the Centertown Market, so the quick, the main quick service there at the resort. It was jerk chicken, rice, tomato and cucumber salad, cilantro, lime, tofu, crema. Okay? Interesting. Okay. Now, I don't normally like almost everything listed in that, yeah. but I got it on the side because I wasn't sure about it, and that's the nice thing about the mobile order. There is an option for things like that because I think they know that's kind of hit or miss for people. Mm-hmm. You can get it on the side. And it was good. Honestly, it was so good. Obviously, I went back and got it the next day. Yeah. And Caribbean Beach is one of the, I'm going to say, few resorts in my experience so far that you're able to actually use the mobile order for allergy meals. You can in the parks for sure. But the resorts, for some reason, in our experience, because Nicole has the gluten allergy, that we have to go up to the cashier and order, which is not necessarily a problem, but it's always quicker with the mobile order. Yeah. So we like that there because this and that particular dish was listed there. And uh, I liked it. I would get it again. I obviously got it twice in one week. And it was very filling. It was like two pretty decent sized like pieces of chicken. I mean, it was more than I could eat. Yeah. And the rice was just, I mean, it's just plain white rice, but it was good. The tomato and cucumber salad was good. The whole the whole meal I thought was, was really good. And we ate inside both times because, you know, it's getting a little toasty out. I know. Getting hot. Yep. And I don't know. I don't think we mentioned this on this uh, podcast yet, but they just recently in the last week or so, opened up the beverage stations at the resorts to be self uh, help again or you know to oh, okay. you could do it yourself self serve yeah. um, whereas before the cast members were handing it to you so people right. weren't congregating but they're they're open again so you can get head up there with your you know your cup that you paid for and do that spygrass spygrass spy spyglass 
<laughs> Spyglass Grill over in Trinidad. I did have a meal there once, maybe two years or so ago, and I got the chopped jerk chicken salad. I remember it being very good. Like don't remember jerk, anything else like about jerk it. jerk chicken everywhere across the board. Wherever yeah, you go, the, you can find jerk chicken. Jerk chicken. It's good because I, I don't normally eat food with jerk spices on it. Yeah. So this is a, a great opportunity for you to kind of diversify your meals a little bit, if that's your thing. Um, some random tips for you. Well, I covered the other ones in talking about everything else. Uh, so my last random tip is that you are not able to get towels at the pools for the quiet pools. So at the oh. feature pool, the Fuentes del Moro, they have the normal things. You go up and take as many. Take yeah. 16 towels if you want. Be that guy. But at the quiet pools, you do have to take them from your room. And, of course, if you're running low, you're going to need more. You can call down to the front desk. Yeah. And I believe that it's no additional charge for those towels because they know that you need to take them. They're like, the ma'am, that is a quiet pool, and it is too loud for you to ask for a towel, so we need you to bring your own from your room. <laughs> you Thanks. have to whisper. Thank you. Can, can, I, can I please have some more towels? A towel? Oh, this guy really wants a towel. i got to get him a towel. <laughs> give, me a, give me a second. got to get this guy a towel. Okay. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> they can't even bring it out on their big cart because those carts make too much noise. Mm -hmm. Too much noise. All right. Well, let's talk about some pros and cons for the resort. And then I have some, I'll share a couple more of some of the experiences I had when I'm calling a hanging up by the pool and whatnot. So some general pros and cons. Um, let's do some pros first. Mm -hmm. I really like the grounds of this resort. It's a moderate resort. And I feel like sometimes if you hear moderate or value, you think, well, it's not going to be as nice as a deluxe. Yeah. And maybe it isn't. But I really like the colors of the buildings. I really like um, what they've done with the beaches and whatnot. Like it, it's cool to walk around and explore. Once you walk out of Center Town Market, you're overlooking the marina there. It's got like a lighthouse there that says Barefoot Bay. It's kind of cool. That's where you go to rent some of the watercraft when right. those things come back to us. You have a, a beautiful view of Riviera in the background with its reflection on the water. You go back out there, you can see the Skyliner doing its thing on the line um, from Riviera to the Caribbean Beach Station. And there is a spot I mentioned, Caribbean K, Key, Caribbean Key, Key, whatever. So once you walk out of Centertown Market, the pool's on, and you keep walking, the pool's on your left. And now you get to this little island that really connects that side of the resort to the other side that has Aruba, Jamaica, and... Ooh, I want to take you to Bermuda, <laughs> Bahama, come on, pretty mama. I got it that time, John Brooks. I am surprised it took you... I don't know, 45-ish minutes at this point <laughs> to get to the point where you were saying that I was you waiting for it. I feel like you needed to say it in the right order for me to get it. So for it to click you, in you your brain. You finally said it, yeah. Yes. So Caribbean Key is a fun place to chill. We hung out there for a little bit, even though it's a little hot out. So it's a little island thing that's between those two sections of the resort. But on this island are a couple of things to do and explore. Um, they have little huts with chairs and like a table. Think of it like a bistro set. Like it's okay. two chairs. Um, with a little table, and they have different views depending on where you're se you're seated. One view of it, you could be facing the feature pool. One area, if you're sitting at, you'll face kind of like out onto the Barefoot Bay. The one we were sitting at faced um, the buildings that was either in the Jamaica, I believe it was the Jamaica section of the resort. And like those resorts are, in my opinion, like these nice, beautiful, bright colors. Mm -hmm. Some of them repainted and touched up because now the skyline is going above them, so right. like the roofs were repainted and whatnot. And we were just hanging out, watching the Skyliner go by in the distance. And there's something like calming about that and relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of watching the cabins go by and you feel like a nice little breeze and there's some like lily pads in the water and yeah. stuff. And you can see the the beach and people hanging out in the hammocks. And it was just quiet. It was definitely bringing an island vibe like yeah. that I feel like is probably what's happening on the different actual keys. I think it's keys. because there's like natural water there because of, yes. I mean, it's man-made, but it's 
more of a natural water feel. So it doesn't feel as like, oh, we're in this resort where the main water feature is a pool. Yes. Like the big thing is a pool. It's like, no, there's this huge lake and yeah. there's sand. And so it feels more natural there. Like Absolutely, natural habitat yeah. of the like Caribbean. Yes. there And there's one spot um, on Caribbean Key. And this is not a hut, so to speak. But by the way, they're great because you know how storms just kind of roll through here yeah. out of nowhere? Yeah. They are covered, which is nice. The little cool. hut has the, the top on it. But there's this one spot that's not technically a hut. It's just like two benches. And we just hung out for a little bit and it overlooks the pool. And there's like just a ton of lily pads. And you can like they look beautiful. And there yeah. were a bunch of ducks swimming in it. Like it was a nice, You're cool, like, it's really relaxing nice experience. Before the like, you know, the mosquitoes start breeding. Like that's, yes. you know, it's really nice right here yes. in the springtime. And then the mosquitoes start breeding and then it's over. And you're going to eat in a lab. Yeah. And yeah. We were there in the middle of the day, so we were safe. So there's a couple of things to do on Caribbean Key for kids. They have uh, a big playground. And you saw me go down the slide. Yes. Um, with my feet in the air, if you if you are uh, on our close friends list. Yep. Uh, so you're welcome, patron supporters. Thank you so much. <laughs> you got to see Greg going down a slide and a boomerang on Instagram. Um, there is a sign there that says, pay attention to the surface temperature before you hop yes. on the playground. Oh my because God, you know those nothing things worse. burn you. No, yeah. Yeah. There are some pretend cannons over there. So you want to pretend that you're shooting cannonballs. The weird thing is some of them face Riviera and some of them face like the other buildings of Caribbean Beach. Because at the time, those, you know, Riviera used to be Caribbean Beach. So it would face right. up. And now it looks like you can like shoot cannonballs at, at the neighboring can be mad. resort. Yes. At the, at the Europeans. It just, it was a nice little area for, for kids to hang out on. There's like this nice big open green area too, if you just want to hang out and chill. And it's got like the slide things to climb on, like the big netting and stuff. Yeah. Honestly, there, there was quite a bit to do. Um, and you, you, you can drop your kids off over there and you, you and, and the significant other can go hang out at the, at one of the huts and just mm -hmm. chill and relax, enjoy the, the peace, the quiet. The new version of the lobby, I will say, is much nicer than the old one. So if you're thinking in your head, your your memory of Caribbean Beach is the old lobby. Nothing against it, but certainly dated. And now I feel like it's much nicer. It's like moderate plus, so to speak. Like it's like much closer to a deluxe feel. Big open spaces. Those big fans I was talking about to keep everything good. I really like the smell of the lobby. I feel like that's something we talk about a lot. Yeah. Something that you recognize and remember about a lobby is the smell, especially mm -hmm. at like... Polynesian. Polynesian, or, yeah. Yeah, and Riviera is growing on me too. We we ooh. visited that resort too while we were in the area. But ooh, so good. Um, of course, uh, there are some cons here I want to talk about. It's a big resort. Huge. Something that happens with big resorts is the buses. The buses can sometimes be a challenge because you'll go to get on a bus and it could be full, especially now with our modified load capacity, right, right. for buses. Um, you might find that the bus is full. You might have to wait for the next one. Or you get on the first stop and you have to tour the whole resort before you actually get on your way to your destination, yeah. to whatever park you're headed to. So with a resort like this, you'll definitely want to allow yourself some more time. And at peak times, the Skyliner line can be long. Again, allow yourself yeah. some extra time. Get, you know, kind of, it might take you some time to get into the rhythm of the resort in that sense as to what's considered a peak time and whatnot. So I have on here a pro and a con, and this really okay. depends on your sensitivity to sounds, but when fireworks resume, mm. you are pretty close to Epcot. Yeah. I mean, it's considered an Epcot resort. You can for sure hear what used to be Illuminations and then Epcot Forever, and I'm sure you're going to hear Harmonious when it starts. So if you're the type of person that doesn't like to hear fireworks, um, if you have like uh, anyone in your party that's sensitive to like those loud sounds, just know that you're probably going to hear it. And again, the, the doors do a pretty good job of blocking out sounds, but depending on where your room is and time of day and how much other noise you have going on in your room, you might actually hear them. 
So just something to keep in mind. But it's also a pro because you can pop out of your room and depending right. on where you are, you can see the tops of some fireworks, mm -hmm. especially if you're on the second story of a room, second story of a building, you might actually see a little bit more of the fireworks. Yeah. So something to keep in mind. So we hung up by the pool this week for a little bit, spent a, a few hours there. Right now during uh, COVID, the chairs are clustered. So they're in groups of like three or four and they're spread out okay. more than six feet, honestly. So finding a seat for us, the time of day we went wasn't a problem. However, I'm sure it's a little bit more crowded on the weekends. Um, it's just the nature of things. Yeah. Parks are more crowded, so sometimes people stay back. Or the day that you check in or check out tends to be higher pool days. Right. People you know, aren't buying a park ticket for a partial day, so they hang up by the pool. The pool does have a slide, the main pool here. Um, I will tell you, it's not a long slide, but it's dark. And I bring that up because not everyone can handle um, enclosed really dark areas very yeah. well yeah. and i didn't know it was fully dark and i'm okay with it but it, and it's it's short but you climb up you know you go into like by the way it's cool because it kind of looks like an old style castle yeah um yeah. not castle like cinderella castle think right. like pirates of the caribbean yes that like the, that yeah. real like old set yeah so it looks like that it's got the cannons on top you you go up like a tower which is really just stairs to get to the slide, right? Mm -hmm. But it looks cool. So as a kid, you, you feel like you're really like in this pirate setting and, yes. and it is really cool. But just know that it's a fully enclosed slide until you get to the end, obviously. And it gets dark in there. So if your kid doesn't like that closed and dark space, maybe you want to yeah. go on it first to see if, if you think they'll be okay. Or if you hear them screaming, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you hear bloody murder screaming, it's a fully enclosed slide. Um, from the ground, you can see the cannons that are up there, but I don't, I want to maybe, a, I'm not trying to burst your bubble, but it's going to happen. Um, you can't actually access the cannons. Mm. You can even depose for a photo. Once you get up to the top of the stairs, it's just the slide in front of you. There yeah. are gates up there, are a fence. You can't walk up around the perimeter of that castle. I wish you, I wish you could, cause you can get some great views up there. Yeah, that would be cool. But I wonder if maybe they're worried about jumpers or something. I don't know, <laughs> which can't. However, when you're walking up the tower to get to the slide, um, there's a like a little hole, a little viewing hole in the tower. And if you look out it, and now maybe a kid can't because you kind of have to be adult size, yeah. you can see Epcot. You can actually oh. see the um, station for the, the Skyliner Riviera station. And then behind that are trees. And you see like the top half of Spaceship cool. Earth. Cool. And it's kind of like this little unique yeah. view that you get if you're paying attention walking up to the slide. And um, while we were in the pool area, I just was like taking some photos. And which, by the way, always kind of strange i waited until i was with nicole because i feel like just a single guy walking around taking oh, photos yeah. yeah is bizarre you could totally i was like nicole you, I was like, nicole you have to walk with me because yeah. i want to take some photos and i don't want to look like a rando guy right i'm um, taking photos so um i just took a photo of like the rules of the pool and the one of the lifeguard cast members came over and he was like if you can just do me a favor just send that photo to every one of the guests here just <laughs> around the pool this, the, the, yeah and i was like what is it and i realized he meant because not everyone is following yeah. the You're rules like, of oh, the slide. do you have their numbers i will surely do that yeah no but let me just airdrop it even though i don't have an apple yeah. device um which because you know kids are always trying to go down face first or on yeah. their bellies yeah. like you, you know mean, they're you at know disney it it's like there are no rules right yes um and the last thing i have here on my list of, of uh of things to keep in mind the kids play area here looks awesome so I know we mentioned it at the Grand Floridian. They have the um, the tea party style thing where it fills up with the big the big hat, like fills up with water and tips over. Same kind of thing here. It's a pirate ship themed play area. It's a big old bucket or a barrel or whatever that yeah. fills up with water. It fills up to the top. It pours over. Oh, water cool. goes everywhere. Everyone's yeah. screaming. Everyone's like, you know, cheering about it because it looks Everyone so cool. Everyone loves it. Yeah. 
Everyone loves it. Anytime I think it's, that I think water it's feature is used, it's like, this is amazing. It's so cool. And you have to, and they, there's a sign out there that says you have to be a child. You have to be a certain height to play <laughs> course, on it. Again. And it kills me because I would love to play in You're it. You're like, what if I'm going to get my child and I just so happen to be under there when it happens? Yeah. Like, I'll, <laughs> I think that's a great time. Like, come here, little Johnny. Just keep like saying kids' names and there's no one around. It's Why don't just you me. just pretend like you're looking for a child? <laughs> Maybe have know. that panic look on your face, you know? Yes. Or I'll wear a shirt that says world's best dad. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like, That's not creepy think. at all. Um. It's not. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so uh, slightly off topic, but on that, we have a, a neighborhood here that's 55 and older and Nicole will walk Reba in it. And then one day someone like kind of casually asked Nicole, like, where do you live? Kind of like one of those yeah. like questions. Yeah. And then I think Nicole like was like, oh, we're just visiting. So I was like, what if I make you a shirt that says like world's greatest granddaughter on it? And then they'll know that you're just visiting, you know. That's right. Because you know they're like, they all have like video footage of her by now. Oh, yeah. They're like, probably. yeah, there's that girl with that dog. I mean, Reba's so cute. So that's everything we had on Caribbean Beach. Yeah. I will say, you know, it's a moderate resort. If you're looking to get something that's like closer to a deluxe, but you, you know, you don't want to pay the deluxe price. Um, the renovations at Caribbean Beach make it make it that. So once the the two Port Orleans resorts reopen, in terms of which of the four moderate resorts are kind of fanciest, it's definitely Coronado and the new version of Caribbean Beach. Nice. If you've ever stayed at Caribbean Beach, feel free to let us know how you liked it. If there's anything we missed and you want it, you want to share it, and you want us to share it with everyone listening and following, feel free to do so. Yeah. Because we all have different experiences when we go to to these resorts. Should we jump into some news nugs? Yes. <laughs> All right. How many do you got? I have one. Do you got one? You got two? I got one little one little noog. A little noog. Okay. My little noog is that there is a new photo pass photo op. Did you know? And does at Anna Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I heard about that. Yes. It's a 360 degree capture experience and it's available daily starting uh at nine AM and it goes till three PM. It says weather permitting. So it says from the Disney photo pass photographer um, located close to the exit of it's tough to be a bug on the tree of life trails. So that's where you can find this photo op. Um, and it's cool. It's a, if you've ever done like a 360 photo, it like has the big tree in it. It, it looks weird. Cause you're like, it's not your typical photo. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm like, this is pretty cool. Like I can't wait to try it next time we're, we're over there. Maybe we'll try it. We're going uh, the day this episode releases to animal kingdom. So yes. if we remember, we yeah, will try go it over there and do it. I'd love to see it. Although, I oh know it ends at three. We're going to be there after three. Whoops. We'll have to also, do that a different day. Yeah. Sorry. Also, I do love the pun that they have in the uh, the title of the article. It's a tremendous new tiny world magic shot oh, now available gosh. at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park. It's tremendous, y'all. Anyway, <laughs> that's what I got. Um, what do you got? I got one little nug. The Boardwalk Inn is officially reopening in ah, July. So July yeah. 2nd. It's just one more step towards, you know, everything being open again. Yeah. And... Um, I'm excited. I'm sure the the cast who have previously worked there, those that get to either transfer back or getting called back, I'm sure they're excited. Yeah. So it's just you know one more thing Something getting us to, to the celebrate. to the usual. Yes. Yeah. And um, I'm, I forgot to mention this in the beginning. We were talking about the People Mover reopening, but um, you have until the end of today, the day this episode releases, to enter our giveaway for the People Mover car decal. Yes. That is available for you. Uh, the entry period ends at 9 o'clock tonight Eastern. So you have, depending on your listeners, perhaps only a few hours left if you want to That's enter right. that. So just uh, go to our Instagram at that Park Life Podcast. And you follow the instructions there to enter and maybe the win yes. a people mover car decal. Yes. 
And now we go back in time for some Disney history brought to you by the Mouselets. And of course, they have their shop. If you're, One thing I like about what they offer is, in addition to their Citizens of Hollywood pins, mm-hmm. they have those little like things you can pop into your magic bands that have yes. like annual pass holder no. stuff on it. And They've thought of everything, literally. Yeah. They have. So what do we have for Disney history this week? You want to go first? Disney history. I'm going to go all the way back to 1989. This is when Disney's MGM Studios, hashtag not my MGM, uh, <laughs> they, held, they held a press preview with such celebrities as Audrey Hepburn, Bette Midler, Betty White, George Burns, and the Pointer Sisters. Um, And it says, as she won't be present when the park officially opens Monday, May 1st, Aubrey Hepburn left her handprints and signature on the courtyard of the Great Movie Ride. So this is an event that they held when, uh, where they made all of those, the handprint, like the, you know, uh, Walk of Hollywood or whatever, where you do your handprints. Yeah, the Walk of Fame. Yeah, the Walk of Fame, all the ones that you see outside of the Chinese theater. Um, and yes. I think we have a sound clip from that night. We do have we not? a little clip from that night. Yes, yeah. we do. Hollywood has been lovingly reproduced here at the Disney MGM Studios. The festivities were highlighted by a parade of stars along the park's Hollywood Boulevard. Bette Midler and Disney Studio Chief Michael Eisner, Kevin Costner and his family, actress Audrey Hepburn and other celebrities were chauffeured to the newly recreated Chinese theater. There, in true Hollywood tradition, the stars applied their autographs and their hands to cement for later placement in the theater's sidewalk. The stars applied their autograph and their hands. Also, how <laughs> dare they not give a shout out to Betty White in that clip? That's all I'm going to say. Wow. What how a bunch of jerks. dare they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, so that's when we got all of those like nice handprint things that you're like, oh, wonder where all this came from. And they had this whole big thing. And it was like all these nice car. They did like a little parade of them kind of coming in. You can find a clip on YouTube of it. That's what we pulled this from. But yeah, pretty cool. Um, I'm going to take us to 1990, which was only the next year mm-hmm. uh, when Mickey's Magical TV World show opened at Mickey Starland, which is now really storybook circus at this point. It's yeah. it's un- It's undergone some changes over time. And I, of course, have a little bit of sound for you. If you don't remember, I, it's one of those things where, like, I still think about this as an adult because we did it as a kid, like, kind of frequently. Yeah. Um, they had a bunch of, like, the old Disney afternoon shows okay. there, like Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Uh, Rescue Tailspin. Rangers of the Chippendale. Yeah, Tailspin. Like, those were the some of the characters you might see there. Scrooge McDuck, I feel like, was, mm-hmm. was in the mix. Um, all those things. So here's a little bit of what that sounded like back in the early, early 90s. And just shout out to this person who is really going for it, right? <laughs> this was back when we they had like really a lot it. of live singers. So this, yeah. there's just someone yeah. was giving it their all this day. That was it. her ah! moment for Wicked. That was her moment yes. there. That's what that was from. She was like, I'm going for it. This is my Disney version of it. Legit. If you remember that show, um, you're not alone. I, I do remember it. I mean, have you know, watching the video really kickstarted those memories. But like, yeah. man, I wish I wish they had that. Because as an adult, I would like to see that. Oh my gosh. So good. We have a quote for you to end our episode, as always. If you're not already following us on Instagram, we are at 
That Park Life Podcast, or my personal account is at the Disney Greg. My personal account is at the Healthy Hot Mess. Thank you. If you like what you heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe, head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. If you want to support what we're doing and get some extra access, some extra episodes, we have weekly bonus video episodes yes. on our Patreon account. You can do that. There's a I link in the description of this episode. Really bonus, but you know, it's bonus, whatever. We get to see my unshaven face today, mm-hmm. and yep. sometimes we actually do some show and tell stuff. And you'll also be added to our close friends on Instagram to do some other behind the scenes stuff. You can do so via Patreon. If you want to send someone a magicram for free, if you know someone who needs a little extra pixie dust in their life, you can submit your request on our website, thatparklifepodcast.com. All right. I have a quote. Okay. And I decided to keep it a little on brand today. It is from Is it a pirate quote then? Yes. It is from Jack Sparrow. Yeah. It's a Jack Sparrow quote from one of the Pirates of the Caribbean. It's not going to make any sense, but it's still going to be great. I'm just kidding. This is a good one. Okay. So this is your boy, Jack Sparrow, and he says, quote, not all treasure is silver and gold, mate. Ooh. So think about I mean, I think he was that. talking about rum, but that's okay. Could it, be. It, it could, could be possibly be talking about that. Yes. <laughs> Who knows? Well, that's all from us this week. As always, we thank you for listening. Thank yeah. you for hanging out on, our, on your weekly dose of uh, Disney stuff. That's right. And we'll see you guys next week because we'll you know we'll be here. We'll see you all we'll next here. week. We will be here. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.